still haven't closed a deal yet in your real estate business? Then you have found the right place. This is the Fearless Millionaire Podcast, where you can gain clarity, confidence, cash flow, and build your business the right way from the inside out. Here's your fearless leader, Nathan Amaral. Welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Millionaire Podcast. So glad you're here. I'm glad you're there and not here where I am right now because it is actually so cold. It, it is actually below nine. That's negative nine degrees right now, and that is Celsius. You know I play on the Celsius, uh, the Celsius scale. So it is absolutely freezing, and in about two hours, I'm about to head out and get over uh, to the airport. Uh, when I fly out of, um, of the United States, I usually fly out of Boston or JFK, out of New York, um, but I will be flying out of Logan Airport in, in Boston today, and I can't wait to do it because it is so cold here. It is just insane, and I will be um, I will be getting over to uh, the islands of the Azores. If you've never been or never heard of it, you should definitely check it out. That's A-Z-O-R-E-S, the Azores, and I will be going to the island of St. Michael. Um, and I'm so, I can't wait to get there. My family's there, uh, and it's always a great time of fun, food, and fulfillment all together at the same time. Uh, so that's exciting stuff. All right. On the other side, um, you know today's today's episode um, is a continuation. Uh, no, okay, it's not a continuation. Let me make something clear. If you listen into the previous episode, I talked about groundfloor.us, okay, if you haven't heard about it. Well, I got a really cool marketing piece um, in the mail. They sent me this letter in the mail, and they also sent me some money in the mail. <clears throat> Maybe I'll, I'll post this inside of uh, the Facebook group. I'll do that, give it a post. And uh, they actually uh, give they gave me like referral bucks, and if you sign up, then you get $10 to start investing. Pretty cool incentive, right? So they gave me a bunch of these, so if you can hear them. Yeah. <laughs> I have plenty to give away. I'm going to post a link in, on, on the uh, <clears throat> Facebook group and, uh, and, and so that you can share in that. And so you can get started investing uh, as a lender. You're being a lender secured by real estate, okay? Now, that's not really the topic of today's show, but you should check out the other previous show or you can get on the YouTube channel. You should get on the YouTube channel regardless. Subscribe, give it a thumbs up on those videos where I share how groundfloor.us works uh, for investors. And if you ever wanted to become a lender in real estate, you know, the the bars or the, 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 the gates of of uh, investing in real estate and high-end deals and in small-end deals, um, it has opened. It's open, and it's. I want to say it's open, you know, open to the public, open for business, whatever it may be. Um, so just now is the opportunity. There's like no more excuses. That's what I love about the world. I'm so happy and blessed to be born at this or be alive. I don't say born. I wasn't born yesterday, <laughs> but I'm so happy to be alive in this era. Um, I, I actually asked this question to a friend of mine. Um, I think, I think I want to say it was about, let's just say two months ago. And I said, can you imagine, just imagine with me for a moment, imagine if you or I were born like 60 years ago, just 60 years ago. Imagine if we were born just 60 years ago, what do you think that would be like? You know, 
it would be very different. First of all, we wouldn't have the internet. We wouldn't have smartphones. We wouldn't have Uber. <laughs> we wouldn't have Amazon and, and so on and so forth. Alibaba, right? We wouldn't have so many of these amazing services that make our life a little bit better, right? Makes our life a little bit more convenient. And that's really the... You know, so anyway, that's kind of what I'm what I want to talk to you about a bit today. This is more of an episode of a rant about not only something that I discover, I'm gonna call it my my prophecy. <laughs> I did a post earlier today that I okay, I was driving down this road and I saw this new construction of of an auto parts like store. They were building a new auto parts store. Okay, so this is for cars, you go get your parts and all that kind of stuff and yeah, so that's what it was. They were building this new building and they put an auto pot star. So I'm sitting at this red light and I'm in the car and I'm driving by it and I'm like, why are they building an auto pot store? Like, why? Why are we at that point where we need an auto pot store? So I ended up doing a post and I actually tagged uh, Amazon.com about it and I said, can we get to the point where we do not need to drive up to an auto pot store? Like, why are, why are we not there yet? Why are we not at the point where you literally can have your car sitting at home or even at your place of work, like if you're office or wherever, and, you're, and you leave your car there as it's just sitting there, the mechanic comes to you, right? I know there's detail services where you can have your car cleaned. Great. That just probably happened like, you know, uh, I would say it, it, it became more common and it became appified, okay? <laughs> Meaning you can have an app that does that uh, probably within the past like seven years or so, okay? Uh, years ago, you probably could call a service and they'd come to you and clean your car, of course. But from doing it from the comfort of your phone, that's more probably within the last five years, less than, less than seven years, okay? Let's just say 10 years, let's ballpark it, okay? So less than 10 years. So now what's gonna happen with these auto pot stores? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, why are people walking into an auto pot store, right? Why isn't services like Amazon or some other company, it can be anyone else, doesn't have to be Amazon, it could be another entrepreneur, come up with an idea and an app that will <clears throat> get the person to go on their phone and have a request and a service come and fix their car where they're at, okay? Even if, even if this service had to pick up their car, like, you know what I mean? And drive it to a mechanic stop or mechanic place and fix it there. Let's say it was a complete engine rehaul or whatever it is. They could come pick up your car and take it away from you or even drop off a rental for, you know, just something that, oh, here, here's my point, right? You're like, Nathan, where are you going with this? <laughs> my point is we are going to look back like five years or less from now and we're going to say, why the heck did we have to wait for our cars to be fixed? oil changes, tire changes. Why do people sit at the auto mechanic store? Like that to me is absolutely insane. You know, and I think I think we're at a, at a point in life where, well, it, it, and this doesn't apply to every country, but I think we're at a point in life where we can say there's there can be services around the world that can provide these types of things. I'll never forget, I was watching a video about Jeff Bezos talking about the future of Amazon. This was like eight years ago, by the way. This was before Amazon Prime. This was before two-day shipping. And he made a very powerful, he made a very powerful statement that stuck with me and it just made sense. That's when the light bulb for me just clicked on and I'm like, yes, that's the way it should be. He made this statement. He said, 
we believe, we at Amazon believe, that people shouldn't have to waste time going to a store to pick the same things up over and over again. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. And I want you to think about that for a minute. Because after I thought about that, I was like, wow, that's huge. I want you to think about that for a minute. How many times are you going to go to the store and you're going to pick up the same things? Let's say you go shopping, grocery shopping, or whatever kind of shopping. You go there every week or maybe twice a month, whatever, whatever your schedule is. And you go there and you pick up the same thing. You're just, you know you're going to get the same thing over and over again. But it's that time. It's the time to drive to that location. It's the time to go down the aisles and pick it out. It's the time to sit in line and check out and get your stuff. It's the time to bring it back to your house and unpack everything. So what are we looking at? Are we looking at two hours of time? Are we looking at three, four hours of time? And years later, Amazon and Alibaba and you know other smaller companies have come out with We'll do it for you. We'll provide the service. We're going to get that done. Now, that is a huge time saver. So in my mind, I look for these things like time-saving services. Like, this is what can we do to make our lives better? Because Jeff Bezos said such a powerful comment while he was talking at that conference. He said, we believe that our customers want a better quality of life. We believe they should spend their time doing living life like doing more experiences, you know, maybe spending more time with their family, traveling more, um, giving them more time at home with the family, or maybe going to the movies and just doing the things that are fun and entertaining rather than doing these little things that can be delegated. And that for me was like, whoa, that's so true. And then immediately, guess what I thought? How can we make that happen in the real estate investing world, right? There's so many little processes and things that that are ha- that happen in the real estate investing world that are still I want to say broken that are old that are traditional we call them traditional that are just not 2.0 now we've seen a lot of things be streamlined we've seen big companies like Zillow and Zillow when they acquired Trulia realtor.com Redfin we're seeing them on the retail space make big leaps and impact the market space but we're also seeing like micro companies small companies that are changing the way that transactions are done, such as not only just finding comparables, but let's just talk about the loan process. We saw the mortgage process be amazingly like redone, <laughs> a new face with Rocket Mortgage. Quicken, Quicken uh, companies, they actually you know came out with Rocket Mortgage. It could do everything online and cut the middleman out and avoid extra fees and just make it easier. Then we've also seen other companies that um, you can go through the entire closing process without talking to anyone. You just do it all online. We've also seen the the, the broker space, the the real estate agent space be affected by Zillow coming out with instant offers uh, where where sellers can, can put out their property and get an instant offer from a buyer right through the Zillow website. Very powerful move there. But we're also seeing those micro companies that are creating agentless opportunities where someone can go look at a property without needing an agent. They literally can just take their phone, go to the property and scan their phone and the door unlocks and they can go to their home by themselves. They don't need someone to do that for them. So 
Now, those are there. They are they are available and they're becoming more mainstream every day. I think it's just a little bit more slower. We're seeing market saturation just take for me too long, right? It's like, come on, like why don't we make this go faster? Uh, but I think market saturation will probably hit beyond 50% maybe in the next three years. That's pretty much my projection. That's also what I'm hearing in the industry. But my projection is maybe I'm speaking too uh, optimistic, but I like to be more positive about these things. Like we can, well, let's make these things happen faster so we can experience them much faster. Look, look at how much Amazon has impacted our world where, <laughs> listen, just I want to say uh, maybe like two weeks ago, I went into a shopping mall. Okay, now it's kind of interesting because in the United States, shop, the shopping mall is on the decline with you know running red numbers every month. It's just a complete decline. We're seeing we're seeing companies like Sears go out of business. We're seeing companies like Kmart as well as Macy's downsizing, Toys R Us going out of business. I can go on and on. There's a whole list of companies that have gone out of business because they didn't take action quickly, high overhead, so on and so forth. But my point is I went into a shopping mall the other day and literally there was only about um, what used to have maybe 200 stores had only uh, like two to, yeah, two uh, Keystone stores. Keystone stores are the big, the big box stores. Like I had a Macy's and it had another, uh, a big real, the big retailer. Those are Keystone stores. So, um, the, those were there, but slowly moving out. They were, you could tell they were, they were slowly dying off and reducing inventory, so on and so forth. Um, but all the other little stores inside were shut down. This is because there's a revolution going on. There's a change in the way people buy. And, and I think that's great. Okay. So, but now I think, okay, there's a down, there's a, there's a change in the marketplace, right? People don't spend the time shopping, right? They're not spending the time shopping like they used to. So now what? Now what? That's my question. That's my question to you. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you think is going to happen next. And what are people doing with their time? Of course, we're seeing an increase in online communication. You know, of course, we're seeing an increase of uh, digital uh, digitalization in the world. We're seeing an increase in online consumption of content, more videos, more entertainment online, more gaming, right? More virtual reality. We're seeing like this transition of where are people going? Where where are they spending their time? That's what I'm referring to here is where are people spending their time? And that's a question I have for you. What do you think? I'd love to know what you think about where people are spending their time. Where do you spend your time? I know for me, years ago, I've always been I've always been on computers. Like, uh, you know, probably as soon as I remember, we got our first computer. It was called a Gateway. <laughs> I don't know if I know they don't sell gateways anymore. But did you ever have a Gateway, or have you ever heard of it? Um, if you haven't, then you know we could probably spot your age. But I remember getting the first computer, and it was all like you know, uh, Matt, uh, it was DOS and <clears throat> you know, the operating system DOS, and then we got Windows ninety five and for me at that at that young age i think i was i think i was 10 years old maybe at the time maybe younger um, it was just an amazing experience and i really haven't left the digital world and and you've probably heard me say over the course of uh, the past 2 years since 2017 i made a commitment to go completely digital in my life and i meant di- completely digital for me has been 
you know, no more physical books, which I've completely done, which is absolutely amazing. I think I only have one book left, <laughs> um, which is my scriptures, which is awesome, and which I, I have a really hard time of getting rid of those because my good friend gave them to me. So that's not going to happen. Uh, so I'm going to keep that. Um, and then digitalize all my audiobook programs and my home study courses. So my audiobook programs, like everything I had on CDs, I literally either donated them, I sold some of them, I gave some away, and then I bought them all on audible.com. Any home study courses, I would actually send it back to the company I bought it from and then ask them for the digital version. Some of the some of the digital versions I had to buy again. So stuff like that. I just went completely digital. And I've done this periodically over the years, by the way. Um, if I'm going to rewind, I don't know how many years, maybe 15 years ago. I, okay, so I've always been into music. Like I just absolutely love music. And I would, I remember I would buy a physical CD, an audio CD, like I would buy probably four a month. Okay, and at the time they were not as cheap as they are today. And there was no Napster or streaming services. But I was buying an audio CD probably about two to four a month. That could have been anywhere between 40 to as high as $60 per month. That's really expensive, by the way. I mean, if you think about it today, it's pennies, right? But now we have more mass consumption, right? So years ago, I was buying these CDs, you know, and that was my treat. That was what I loved. So I'd buy music. However, when this company came out called Rhapsody, which I don't know if they're still around. I haven't checked on them in a while. But Rhapsody was one of the first companies to offer a streaming service. Now, I'm not talking Napster where you go and you download music illegally. That's not what I did. What I would do is pay a monthly fee, and that was about $10 a month, and I could have unlimited music. Well, when I did that, I started selling off all my audio CDs. I just started selling them off, and you know, people thought I was crazy, and they're like, what do you have in your car? Like, what do you listen to? And I showed them I had an MP3 player. No, it was not an iPad. Well, I'm, excuse me, an iPod. It was actually a Creative Zen. It was by uh, this Japanese company called Creative and it had a Zen and it was an MP3 player. So I was like living in the future. Like my friends, they were still on CDs and tapes and you know, that was their life, but it, I didn't want that to be my life. So I was already being digital with music many years ago. Then when audiobooks came out and Audible from Amazon came out, that was when I said, you know what, I need to move in that direction also. So today, actually, I celebrated this this digital freedom last year, kind of, uh, I think, the, the, the beginning of January, uh, the beginning of 2018, I started celebrating that I was like, yeah, I'm digital, I'm, I'm completely digital. I have no more, <clears throat> I have no more. Uh, of these items in my life. And and lastly, the last thing I did, which was really awesome, was I took all the notes. Okay. Now, if you're like me, we've been to seminars, we go where we're, where we go to networking or business events, and we're always taking notes, right? So I had an enormous amount of notes. I had literally over, I think it was 16 binders. Okay. Of notes. I'm talking yellow note pads, three ring binders, multiple three ring binders, many yellow notepads, other spiral bounders. I have about 16 of these that what I did was I found a, a company, a, a digital scanning company, and I shipped all the these notes down to them. And what they did was they would um, scan all the documents and they would title each document. They would put it into, convert it into a PDF and they would title each file. So I ended up getting like, I don't even know. It must've been, um, 
maybe 15 or 20, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think it was closer to 20 files of these scanned books, right? I got all these books scanned and notes and all that. And then I, when they all came back, oh no, no, that's right, they shred them. <laughs> so I sent it over to them, they scan them all, you review the work, you confirm if you like it, and then they'll shred it for you. And that's what I did. And it cost me around, I wanna say like $200 maybe, off the top, maybe $300. Okay, yeah, it was a little expensive, but if you go buy a digital scanner yourself, you're probably gonna end up spending, spending like $300 anyway. So this way I didn't have to do it. I just shipped it down, they got it done, done. Now I own all those notes that I took in my, my life digitally. I own it in my clouds. And the best part is, here's the best part. Whenever you have digital notes, you can search the text you can search the text. That's what I loved about this company. You literally could search the text by typing in what you're looking for. So if I was looking for words like private money or wholesaling or lending, I could literally just type in the search bar and it would show up inside of, it would just pull up the notes and show exactly where those words were. And a lot of cool softwares today do that, like Evernote and there's many other platforms, but um, you can actually search by keyword and it pulls up that data. That is an amazing thing because I know if you're like me and you've taken notes, when you go back and look for those notes, <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Like you just start flipping papers and papers and you're like, what? Where is those notes? And you just get frustrated and you waste a bunch of time. So if that's you, if you've ever been that way, let me be the testimony to tell you, come to the digital side, walk on over, do whatever it takes. Maybe if you need some referrals or something like that, uh, that I could send your way. But basically, like I said, I went completely digital. For books, for digital books and digital audiobooks, I went with Audible, audible.com, which is owned by Amazon. Great company to make that happen. Then for scanning all my notes, I went to a digital scanning company. Now, I used one out of North Carolina. There's many out there. You could probably even find one local to you or you could ship it out. I just went with that particular company because I wanted them to I wanted to have searchable PDFs. That was what I really wanted. Now, lastly, the power of Evernote, okay? If you've never used Evernote, it's a note-taking app. There's a really powerful feature in Evernote. Yes, you can search by keyword, but you can also tag your notes. Tagging a note or tagging a contact or a record or anything, tagging is such an important thing in this age that we're in because it helps you to identify something a lot faster. So if you wanted to break it down into categories, you just tag it, real estate, tag. Um, private money lending, tag, hard money lending, tag, wholesaling, tag, uh, self-storage, tag, right? You can tag all these different kinds of notes so you can quickly find it. Really powerful feature. So I share that with you because the world is moving forward. We're going more digital services and service providers out there are becoming more mainstream, more easier access. You just use it on your app. And this is what I ask myself whenever I'm doing something, let's quote unquote call it the traditional way, the old school way, right? I ask myself, how can I make this automated? How can I make this easier? How can I make this more streamlined? What can I do? There must be something that I can do to make this better and easier in my life. So it's becoming self-aware. 
It's really just paying attention, becoming self-aware of the processes that you take in your life and in your business to say, how can I make this better? How can I use something, a service that is going to streamline my life? Um, And one last thing, one last thing I'm going to share with you that is very real estate related for me and my business and also my personal life, but mostly business and real estate is mail. That's right. Physical mail. Back in 2016, I uh, signed up with a company, my buddy's company actually, uh, who created mytravelingmailbox.com. I'm going to say that again. That's mytravelingmailbox.com. And what that service does, I have an annual subscription, and what it does is you change your physical address to one of their addresses that they provide, and they provide addresses all over the United States. And what they do is they change and update your mailing address so that all your mail then gets sent to that address, okay? All your mail goes to that address and that company. And what they do is they open up your mail and they scan it for you. Actually, they don't even have to open every every uh, envelope. You actually can choose. You can have a choice whether you want them to open every envelope or uh, open every envelope and scan the document or you can make that decision based on every envelope that comes in. The beautiful part about this is no more junk mail. (laughs) They actually throw out all junk mail, all marketing mail never gets scanned. It's it's amazing, it's like a junk-free world. So if anyone tries to send me uh, junk mail or, or any offers, I get none of it. I am, they'll have to try to get me online. (laughs) Um, so that's a really powerful feature also. And, uh, and it's mytravelingmailbox.com. That is another thing I did to go completely digital in life. And now I get all my mail scanned. I get it right in my email when I get a new piece of mail that's mostly business related. Um, and it goes right into my email. I get to see it, uh, right in my email. So, it's an amazing thing. I highly recommend it if you are uh, into travel or if you are traveling or you just want to go completely digital. I use it. I started using it first because um, actually there's two reasons. It was it happened at the same time. I was going completely digital and I started living abroad. I started living more internationally in Uganda and in Portugal and, and in the United States. So I, I, I couldn't have access to that mail all the time. So that service was awesome and it, it actually helped also because I was going digital in my life. So that's a great service for your business, uh, especially as you build a real estate investing business. You don't have to use a P.O. box anymore. See, most people would say, oh, let me go get a box over at the UPS locals, you know, the UPS store. Oh, let me go get a P.O. box. No, 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 no. I mean, literally, for not literally either equally or not much more money, you can have a digital mailbox and you can save time and you never <laughs> have to go to your P.O. box. You don't have to go drive to your P.O. box and get out of your car and find parking or you don't have to go to you know, the local UPS store and do the same thing. You don't have to pay for that kind of service to waste your time driving there and going to your box and wondering if you have mail, right? You don't have to wonder, oh, did I get mail today? Let me go check. What a waste of time. This automatically comes into your email and you're notified and they have a mobile app, most of them, not all of them, but the company I use, my buddy's company has a mobile app. So either way, check that out, mytravelingmailbox.com. That's it. That's today's episode. I really just wanted to talk to you about 
you know, uh, going digital in life, going digital in business, uh, and also just kind of a rant about trends that we're seeing, not only in the retail space, but also in the real estate investing and real estate transactional world and how things are moving and changing and we must move forward and change with it so we're not left behind. I don't want you to be left behind. Come on, come over, come on. <laughs> so take some action on some of the things I said, but I would also love to hear your response to the questions I have for you in this podcast also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can subscribe over on iTunes. You can also support our podcast over on anchor.com forward slash uh, fearless dash millionaire dash podcast. And you can check it out on our website there also. And uh, if you if you get, have you got, if you, if you get, you got, <laughs> if you have received some value out of this, yeah, yeah, go ahead, support our channel and support the efforts that we have here. Because you get so much more value when you contribute and you support something. And I just actually love that. I don't know if you've experienced that yet, but I actually, uh, I support quite a few YouTube uh, creators and, and experts in the industry. And it's just a really cool feature to say, wow, you've given so much to me. I want to give back to you. So if you haven't done that yet, you should try it out. Just experience it and say, wow, you know, this is my way of giving back. So if you want to do that, feel free. Also give us five stars. Well, don't give us five stars unless you feel you should give us five stars. <laughs> but uh, be sure to review our uh, our podcast to let me know. But most importantly, I'd love to hear your uh, questions, my, your answers to the questions I have. All right. Thanks so much for listening in and I'll see you on the next show. This is the fearless millionaire podcast where you can gain clarity, confidence, cash flow, and build your business the right way from the inside out.